I think that a lot of people do know some Aboriginal people that just don't realise it. You look at my mum, she's English, you look at my dad, he's Aboriginal, and look at me, I'm a bit in between. <laughs> I haven't got the flat nose anymore, I sometimes wish I did. You know, just because I'm Aboriginal doesn't mean I have a flag tattooed to my forehead. Like, most of them call me Auntie Lynn, and I'm happy to be their auntie, even though that I'm not. Because I am Aboriginal because of my DNA, not because of my lingo. I am Aboriginal because of my DNA, not because of my lingo. Meet the Mob, a podcast from 1233 ABC Newcastle with Jill Emerson. Subscribe at abc.net.au slash Newcastle. I'm in Musselbrook for Meet the Mob today with 20-year-old Petra Franks, who's in her second year of law. Is that right, Petra? Yep, yep, second year. Where at? Uh, the University of New South Wales. Oh, Sydney. down in Sydney. How do you like it? Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's amazing. What made you think law? Oh, um, I'm not sure what made me think law. <laughs> Was it that you just got a great mark and you thought, why not? No, definitely not. I went to UNSW's winter school and I participated in the law faculty. I think it was mainly because I was good at legal studies. And I just thought it was a cool way to empower Indigenous Australians if we had more people who were working within the field. You're only in your second year. It's a pretty long course. Do you think you're going to stay the course? Uh, Yeah, it's five and a half years. And yeah, I mean, I'm pretty committed now, so I'm just going to see it through. (laughs) Where did you grow up? Uh, I grew up here in Musselbrook on a property about an hour out of town with my family. So I went to all the local high school and yeah, my hood. (laughs) (laughs) What's it like to grow up in the hood of Musselbrook? (laughs) It's a very special experience, a very special childhood. In what way? (laughs) Um, It's a small community, everyone knows each other, everyone loves each other. Um, The high school was a really special place to be, it was a really, really good school to go to, so I loved it there. Musselbrook High. Musselbrook High School, yeah. It's interesting that you say that because a lot of kids sort of say, oh, I hate my high school. (laughs) What was it about it that made it special for you? Oh, um, probably the support networks, probably, actually, yeah. So having the Polypharma Foundation to come to after school and having a really beautiful cohort of teachers who are always crazy willing to just do anything to help me get to where I needed to be. So it was really special. Now, you mentioned the Polypharma Foundation and the work that they do. For those who haven't heard of it before, I understand it to be a program that started in Western Australia from Polypharma, an AFL player, to help Indigenous kids. Give me a bigger picture. For me, it started when in, I was in about year nine and there was like this weird meeting at school and no one really knew what it was about. And me and my mum went along and they just told us about this centre for students who were doing pretty okay at school, showed a bit of potential and a safe kind of space where they could go to outside of school with community members, like teachers and other students and everyone can just be together and talk get to know each other work on school work a lot there's a big focus on kind of like developing your tertiary education all that kind of stuff so they had the information session did you sign up yeah me and my mom signed up straight away did that program make the difference in terms of you getting into law or not Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because before Polypharma came, I was doing okay in school, like everything was fine. Um, But then after I started engaging more with the teachers, engaging more with my homework, like on a regular basis, um, and it just builds your confidence up. 
And so after that, my marks all improved. I got more confident. I got more involved in like the student life around the high school and it all just kind of steamrolls and escalates from there. So it all probably started here. It got you into a law degree in one of the leading universities of the country. Where might you have ended up if you hadn't have had that extra support? Um, I'm not sure. I always knew I wanted to go to university, but I doubt I would have been capable of doing a law degree, um, even though I knew that that was sort of the pathway that would have been more what I wanted and like the way I could make the biggest contribution to communities that I do want to be a part of kind of thing. So... Yeah, university, but I wouldn't have ended up in the city, I doubt, and I wouldn't have ended up doing law. No way. Just that program helped you to go from doing well to doing really well? Yeah, well, it's a lot of things. Um, Like I said, like it's steamrolls. So I came to the program. Through this program, I heard about programs run out of the University of New South Wales that I then got involved in, and through that, I heard about different entry pathways. So it's all just about opening doors, and this is probably the first door that led to the second door. So, yeah. That's sort of how it went. I understand that it's a pretty big Aboriginal community here in Musselbrook. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that you're a bit of an inspiration to some of the other kids? <laughs> um, I think inspiration's a pretty big word to be throwing around, but um, I'd like to think that by them hearing my story and seeing how someone from, like, I'm not even from Musselbrook, I'm from the bush and now I'm out of Musselbrook, you know? So I feel like if other students who are from the same community as me can see that you can move past Musselbrook, you can still have your roots in your community, like I come back here all the time, but you can go on and pursue the education that you want to pursue, like move to Sydney, move to Canberra, wherever, and just follow those different pathways. I think it's important for other students, younger students, to hear about those experiences because unless you hear about people from your town doing that it's hard to be the first one so yeah I remember when I was in high school and at Poly Pharma having ex-students come back and talk to me about all the amazing things that they were doing is one of my most vivid memories from high school because it's so important to hear that other people can do it especially if your community isn't doing it and your peers aren't doing it Yeah, no, yeah, exactly, for sure. I think in my year in high school, two of us went to Sydney. Um, Yeah, two of us went to Sydney. And I think everyone else stayed in the Hunter, yeah. Did many do well enough? Did many go on to university? I think a few people did go on to university, yeah, yeah. But um, it's, it's a big step and a lot of people were the first in their family to go to university, you know what I mean? Like, it's a big deal. Is it easy to get stuck in a town like Musselbrook? I don't want to say stuck. <laughs> I mean, it's a good place. It's definitely hard to leave. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just in terms of how difficult the externals are. So moving to Sydney was hard <laughs> and expensive. So it definitely would have been easier to just stay here for sure. But um, glad it happened. <laughs> Petra Franks with me on Meet the Mob on 12.33 ABC Newcastle. You're just 20, uh, Petra. What else do you do in your spare time when you're not studying? Well, I work a lot. I work on campus. I have a few different jobs, so they're fantastic. And I do a fair bit of volunteering through the uni as well, um, which is a lot of fun, but mainly just cruise around the beach if I'm not studying. (laughs) Ah, yes, University of New South Wales, quite close to the beach there. Do you live on campus? 
I do. I do live on campus. So Coogee Beach is like a 20 minute walk. <laughs> do you like living on campus? Yeah, I adore it. It was really good in that I didn't know anyone when I moved to the city. So like obviously I was by myself. So living on campus helped me to make a lot of new friends, find my circle. Have you found good friends? Yeah, yeah, the most beautiful people. That was the other good thing about um, going to university is that my, it's like I've been exposed to so many beautiful people from so many different places all over the world. And I guess you'd be a new face too, somebody who uh, uh, is an Aboriginal from Musselbrook. No, oh, no, yeah, I'm a bit of a novelty, I think. <laughs> Do you like that? I like that people appreciate my story. Being considered a novelty probably isn't great. <laughs> what does your Aboriginality mean to you? You speak. You said that you wanted to use your education uh, around uh, justice matters for Aboriginal people. Why is the Aboriginal side of things important to you? Um, I guess that's because it's my context. So, you know, growing up in Musbrook, there's a high Aboriginal population. My father, my brothers, you know, everyone's Aboriginal. And so... <clears throat> and from a young age, I was really exposed to ideas about um, the way Australia operates and its dynamic between Indigenous and non-Indigenous people and all the colonialism kind of histories that operate here. So being exposed to those ideas, I could see what was wrong. And just I feel like the most rewarding thing would be to contribute just a little bit to um, a better future. And I think a law degree is a good way to go. <laughs> I ask you that question because so many Aboriginal people that I interview, young, middle-aged, old, always or most of the time seem to want to stay connected and do something about the Aboriginal community rather than, I don't know, chuffing off and having a big high-flying job in a bank somewhere oh. on the other side of the world. No, yeah, that sounds awful. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Mm. Always there's a common thread of wanting to give back to the community. Yeah which many people don't do until they've, you know, done their job, their life, you know, bought the family home, retired, and then they give back. But you guys seem to be always wanting to give back from the get-go. Yeah. No, I think it definitely instills a mindfulness of your community um, and your family. So, like, if you feel that connection, you want to contribute to those people who you feel so connected to. I think it's a pretty natural progression for most, most kids, yeah. And the statistics are pretty bad when it comes to Aboriginal people and the law aren't they? Yeah, horrifying, like horrifying. That actually helped. Um, in my law degree, I learned a lot about the struggles that Indigenous people face in, um, in the criminal justice system, more than I was even aware, more than most people realise. Like, it's a bit shocking. And so I think it's really good because I'm going to school with a lot of people who are non-Indigenous, a lot of people who, as far as they know, don't think they've met an Indigenous person before. Um, from very kind of very rich suburbs around the city and so I think it's so good for them to be hearing these stories and learning about how the rest of us live. <laughs> Can you see things improving in your lifetime? Um, yeah, yeah, I can see things improving in my lifetime, but um, I think it's a very slow process. And I think understanding that it's going to be a very slow process is a good um, perspective to have. I mean, change isn't going to be um, a quick thing. It's going to be slow. Are you there for the long haul? Mm, definitely. <laughs> well, look, thank you for telling me your story and for being my guest on uh, Meet the Mob. What do you think of the Meet the Mob idea? Loving it. Frothing. <laughs> 
You've been listening to a 1233 ABC Newcastle podcast. For more, visit our website at abc.net.au slash newcastle.